Welcome to Centered Sunday with your host, Sheree Shai Holmes. I am the business doula and I love helping ambitious, spiritually minded women monetize their passion, navigate solo business development and break their financial glass ceilings. And today we have the joy of having the beautiful Tiffany Nobles on our show and she's going to share about her grant consulting business and how she got started. Thank you so much for coming on today, Tiffany. Thank you for having me. Um, It's just awesome to be able to do this and get out there a little bit more out of my comfort zone. Thanks to you. I love it. <laughs> doing many yes. things that I didn't know I was going to be doing. <laughs> like how many months in the making is this right now? <laughs> uh, November to now? Yeah. yeah. You've, been, you've, been, you've, been, you've been pushing. You've been pushing. But, but you know what? God, God always comes through. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I'm going with it. I'm going with it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know what, though? Over the course of like all the time that we've been working together, I have been seeming, seeing you get out there and blossom more. So I'm very appreciative that even though it's a stretch for you, I do see you doing the work and it's definitely paying off. So I just wanted to say, I see you and I honor you. <laughs> all right. So tell us about your business and how you got started. So um I, my business is T Nobles Grant Consulting. Um, I use the transformative power words because that's really what it is. Using words or not, they mean they have so much meaning, and so I use that power to help. Um, I started with helping nonprofits. Now I'm transitioning to helping small businesses as well with finding the money that they need for their programs, for their you know to grow, to expand, to bring on staff. Um, doing that work so they don't have to do it because mm-hmm. um, it's you know you're, you're trying to run an organization trying to run um, your business you don't have time it's one more thing to do um, and I really enjoy doing it um, helping share their story uh, because you know as individuals we have stories but as organizations and companies we also have stories there's a there's right. a story that comes with that mm-hmm. and sometimes the way you tell that story can make can can be all the difference in if you get the funding or not, and it's not necessarily that you know you know they always say like no one tells your story better than you. When it comes to grant writing, sometimes somebody else can help you say it a little bit better. Exactly. They still have to get it from you. Like I can't I can create it, but it won't be what you do. Right. But um, I can't help you say it better so that you can touch the funder and and get get the funding that you need. I love the way you put that together because so many times we look at grant writing as like just paper, like just a bunch of words. There's no real connection to what's actually happening in the business, but your perspective on it, just making it, you know, that story that you're able to touch the funder with now that, that, you know, I wonder where you got that from. (laughs) No, no, obviously that came from you, but I'm just saying, I love how you were able to create that and craft a message that is going to move beyond like, Hey, do you want a grant writer? So let's, let's talk about this though. How does one decide I want to be a grant writer? Like what makes you so passionate that you decided to go into this area of business? In all honesty, um, I didn't decide to go into it. I decided to stay. I honestly was voluntold that I was going to do grants. 
Okay. I, I, well, <laughs> so, so, so you didn't choose the thug life, the thug life chose right, you. <laughs> right. And, and honestly, that's something that any, most grant writers that you talk to that grant writing is a profession for them, whether they're a consultant or they work with an organization, they have a similar story. Like I didn't really, I mean, there are, you know, colleges and universities that now have grant writing classes or curriculum. So people go and take a couple classes, but so they choose to take those classes, but in terms of really having this for a profession, most people don't really go, I want to do that one day. <laughs> you know, they're always doing something else. Um, and so I, I just was doing my job writing for another project and the organization I was at, they were like, we like the way you write. Starting tomorrow, you're doing grants. And I was like, I'm, I'm doing what? <laughs> <laughs> because at that point, like, I honestly, that's been over 10 years now. I knew what a grant was, like a little bit, like a, enough to be dangerous. Like I knew just that much. Mm -hmm. And I had helped others that were working on grants, like get the information they needed, but it was such a small part of it. So I would help maybe research some data points or to whatever, but there was nothing else. Like I wasn't like running it um, and pulling it all together. And so I went from one day not writing grants to the next day coordinating federal applications to HUD asking for almost $10 million. And it was like, how did this happen to me? How? Like, why? And I started out with that. And I was, at first it was really just doing a job. And then I realized I actually liked it when you start like, doing oh, it uh -huh. and you see that money coming in uh -huh. you know whether it's 10 million dollars or it's a thousand dollars or it's ten thousand you know that the work you did helped that happen and, it, and and it's not always about well we got the money it's not just about the check mm -hmm. what really drives me um when I'm working whether I'm working in an organization or working with clients is when I know that that money determines what they can do in the community. Mm. So if you get, if I'm working with someone who's providing housing services and they get $10 million, their organization gets $10 million from the federal government. That's not just $10 million. That could be several thousand people getting housing mm. as opposed to living on the street or in shelter. So it's, it's that impact. For a business, it could mean being able to expand from two employees trying to do all the things to being able to hire five employees that can do take on other things or even more than that. So that instead of operating, you know, if they're um, offering classes, instead of having those classes two days a week, they can now offer them five days a week or they can have them morning and evening. They can have them virtually. It's that expansion. So it's all of the things that they can do and knowing that I can be a part of helping that happen has always been like the thing for me. It's like, oh, wow, this is, this is cool. Like at the end of the day, this is what writing the proposal meant. It gives it you wasn't like, just the money. The power of the pen or at this point, the keyboard. <laughs> right. right. And, and it's all worth it. Even when I get, I mean, even when I get frustrated sometimes about certain things, like, you know, when you're asked, especially with the online applications, you're, you're asked to tell us everything you want to do with your program in 500 characters, <laughs> not words, but characters. So it's like, 
you want me to do what? Like, I can't possibly do that. Like, how am I, you know, how am I really going to do that? And so it's just, you know, knowing that I had to take what really could have been, you know, a thousand words (laughs) and shrink it down to 500 characters. And I was not only able to do that, but I was able to do that. And the funder said, this is something we want to invest in. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's an investment in the program, the services, the clients, the organization. It's it's all of that. And so getting, knowing that I can get there. Yeah, that's the, that's the celebration. I mean, you always talk about the wins. What are the wins? That's the win right there. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what drives me like, oh, yeah. I want to, I want to do this. I want to help. What do do? This is my impact that I will leave on the world. So <laughs> you get the knock on the door and they say, Tiffany, Hey, we love your writing. It's so creative. We want you to start doing grants. How do you now take us on this journey? You said you started 10 years ago. Take us on this journey of how you were working for someone else, writing grants for them. And now you are in business for yourself. Share behind the scenes on how that happened. So um, I never, honestly, never had the aspiration to have my own business. Like that was just, that's, that was never a thing I, I wanted to do. I always knew I wanted to work in nonprofit space. So that's what I continued to do. I worked at that organization. Then I went to another organization. When I went to the next organization, I slowly moved away from doing grant writing for them to doing mm-hmm. some compliance work and things like that. But I still kind of wanted to be attached to grants in one some way, but I wasn't doing it for my everyday job. And honestly, I became a grants consultant <laughs> because someone asked me to do it. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> that easy. <laughs> That's literally how it happened. Like I had someone that reached out and they were like, you used to do grants, you know, all the time. Do you ever consider doing something on the side? And I was like, I mean, I could. Like, like that's literally... That's literally how it started. And I was like, well, I guess I need to, I need to make it official. You know, I need to go like do some paperwork with the government, do my name. And I was like, I wasn't going to come up with anything else. I was like, I'm literally going to slap my name on this <laughs> because this is what I have. I don't have to think of anything. I don't have to see if it's trademarked or anything. Right. There, I do know there are other people named Tiffany Nobles and T Nobles, but so what? I don't, that is at least what I could do. And I was like, okay, I'll do this. But I started out thinking this will just be part-time. I'll pick up clients as I get them. I wasn't doing any marketing. I bought business cards. I barely gave them out because I had a full-time job. Yeah. Um, I had a full-time job. Um, I'm married. I had one kid at the time. And add to that, two weeks after I did all of the paperwork, I found that I was having a second child. So I was like, how, when am I going to do this business? Right. <laughs> I've got all the things, I've got all the things going on. And it's like, I can't do this full time because I need to make enough money to live and, you know, and everything. And I did, I still like, I had my business, but I was still working within organizations, working for someone else. And did, had a couple other jobs, you know, between, starting the business and doing it part-time till now. Um, but last year during the pandemic, I mean, pandemic has been hard. I know we're not done yet. It's been hard, but mm-hmm. um, honestly, just had a job change that wasn't planned, wasn't expected. But I was sad for like five minutes 
And then I was, <laughs> I really was, I was like, okay. Um, but I had a, um, a, I have a friend who has her own consulting business and she had reached out literally like a couple weeks before and was like, would you want to do some subcontracting? I have some clients that, you know, want to want grants. And she's like, I do them, but I don't really want to. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Again, it was, okay, I'll do it. Cause you know, yeah. sure, I'll do it. Yeah. And kind of start looking into that. So when things changed in my job, I literally was like, I don't want to work for anybody else right now. I don't want to find a new job in the middle of a pandemic where I might have to go into an office. You know, schools were schools were changing. My kids were going to be home. I was like, I don't have anyone to leave them with. And so I sat down and was like, okay, I think I might be able to do this full time. Mm-hmm. And just having the support, my husband was like, we can do it. Let's try it out. If it doesn't work, you can always go get a job some other time, but at least for you know, the time while we're getting through the pandemic, I can do this full time. And when I tell you, I said that the next day I started letting people know that I was doing this full time. Yeah. I've been getting calls, referrals left and right ever Mm -hmm. since. Mm -hmm. And that was like, see, you should have been doing this a long time ago. (laughs) Exactly. And so I just, I, I was like, okay, okay. I kept saying I couldn't. I was the, you know, it was me. I was just saying I couldn't do it. I never tried to figure out if I could. And now it's like, I'm managing, you know, clients. I had to turn down some work because I'm like, I don't have the mental or physical capacity to do this particular thing right now. Like, it's just, you know, it's, I was like, I can actually turn that away. Like, I don't, I'm not sitting here just taking it because I need the money. Not saying I don't need the money, but it's like I have the ability now that I have so much going on that I can actually say right now I can't take you on right. because I have all these other things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not standing out on the corner with a sign like hire me to come do something. <laughs> I'm desperate, y'all. I got two kids and a husband. Help. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so I've just been able to, I've been doing it, like I said, August 1. I've just been going and enjoying it and just, you know, pushing myself and having other people like you <clears throat> pushing me. <laughs> into other spaces. I, I like to think of it like a gentle, you know, brush up against your back, but just, uh, just, a sh- just a sh- <laughs> yeah, mo- sometimes it's like that. And other days it's like, what you waiting on? Because <laughs> you actually did that to me once. Zoom. You, looked at, you looked at me and you were like so what are you what are you waiting for um come again. <laughs> oh gosh so wow okay well but I, I paid for it so it's okay like I paid you to push me that was <laughs> okay clearly I was like in my own way that. <laughs> right clearly I was in my own way so I needed that so yeah yeah, yeah. that brings me to the first um our first because we did one-on-one sessions for the boot camp and it brings me to our very first meeting and we were talking about abundance, right? And the money mindset. And let's talk, you don't have to share your actual number, but let's talk about what you thought was financially possible versus like what we were able to move to you seeing as actually being possible. And then talk about that abundance that just started arising out of nowhere when you were able to shift your mind, your money mindset. 
Yeah, no, it was, um, you know, I mean, I think that's the, the first thing with the business is you're always thinking, I can't, I can't, I can't do this, I can't do that. And, or I won't make enough, or how long keep the lights on? And, and I think for some people, I mean, it was a little bit easier to kind of say, yes, I can do this because I, you know, I knew my husband has to, you know, has a job that it was like, okay, yeah, you have to not going anywhere. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's not like, well, if I don't make, if I don't make this money, <laughs> we're going to be in the dark down. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Right. So, you know, in the beginning, I was like, okay, I can do this. But I still was like, well, if I just make this amount, I was. I, I tell people all the time, I'm a strategic risk taker. Like I don't yes. just jump out there. Yeah. I'm very strategic about it. And so I was like- Very calculated. Yes. And I was trying to say like, oh, okay, well I can only take on this much because you know, I have the kids at home and I have this going on and have that going on. And I just, I can only do this much. And that was very limiting. But honestly, like that first conversation you were like, well, honestly, you already there. Like the number you say you want to get to, you're almost there. It's like, oh yeah, I can't, that's not, I can't use that excuse anymore. <laughs> right. I can't do that anymore. And so you were like, well, think bigger, think bigger. And it's, um, it's hard sometimes to do that, especially on your own. It's, it's, you know, you want to, playing small sometimes is that safe space. So you want right. to stay in that safe space and you need, you know, you need, you need somebody or a group of people to be like, you can do this. Exactly. I believe in you. You can do this. Mm -hmm. And um, I think sometimes just as individuals, we don't have that belief, especially as women. We don't have that belief in ourselves. We're like, well, I can do this because I'm expected to do that. Right. And we put these limitations you know, on ourselves. Right. And yeah. right. And we listen to what other people say to us about what we can and cannot do yes. which is is very unfortunate because they are often telling you you can't do something because they don't believe they can exactly. so they come to you from their mindset of lack and so having that shifting to that mindset of abundance was was it was game it was a game changer as soon as I did that I had I will never forget I think maybe a, a week or two after our first session I had someone make a referral for a client to me and it was something I'd never done before. Mm -hmm. It was research, but I'm used to doing grants research. It was researching contacts for them to send information to for something. And I was like, we talked and she was like, I really want to work with you. And I'm like, okay, I want to try this. And it was, it was like, I get this opportunity to do this and I can figure out what works to get the information they're looking for and I can get paid for it and it wasn't like it yes I had a deadline because I had a project but it wasn't like the normal like you had to have all these other things it literally was just research and I was able to break it down into smaller projects which was didn't add so much pressure and it was just so much fun and I was like I would have never been able to do that that would have never that probably would have never occurred Mm -hmm. because I was sitting there going, well, I can just do these couple of people and I'm only going to stick to, you know, the same yeah, thing with only sticking to nonprofits. And you were like, well, what about businesses? And I'm like, well, I don't know. That's not what I do. Nonprofits is where I've always been. And I still don't 
I still love nonprofits and they are the majority of the clients that I, I, right. I work with. But um, thinking about that abundance, a couple, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I've in the past month and a half, I've had small businesses literally reaching out to me like, I'll be your guinea pig if you just want to take us on. <laughs> right. I mean, so I had to think about it and I had to say, you know what? I think I'm going to do this now um, because there's a reason, you know, there's a divine reason of why I'm doing this and why they're coming to me exactly. because I know plenty of grant consultants that do for-profit client that work with for-profit clients and have been doing that much longer than me and these people want to start with me mm -hmm. and so I try to not take that for granted you right know, and it's like you gotta try it if it doesn't work out nonprofits are they're out here and people are right. starting them every day exactly <laughs> like, you still got it but I think I think just shifting your mindset to to know that you are more than equal to the challenge that your skills are literally transferable and that you can actually expand beyond what you're used to and what is considered safe like you said that comfort zone like I've been doing this is my bread and butter this is what I've been doing you know for the last seven eight years I could do this with my eyes closed but when we're looking <laughs> to expand and open up those doors to abundance sometimes we have to go beyond what we're used to so we can see what we're attracting and what is additionally available to us. That's also easy. Like sometimes, it, like you said, you're like, well, this is just research. This is not even as hard as I thought it was going to be. Like <laughs> the flow just comes when we shift, you know, shift our mindset and have the perspective slightly different than what we had when we first got started. That makes a huge, huge difference. So I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to dig on this one a little bit. So you're experiencing... I, you might not call it this, but I think it's whirlwind success. Like you literally started in July, I mean, of 2020, right? And then it was like, boom, boom, you know, like clients are starting to come to you. Then we start working together. I literally felt like after we started working together, you had, you were meeting like new people every week. Like you started opening up your schedule. And then like every week you were telling me like, Sharice, somebody just signed a contract. Somebody just signed a contract and paid in full. Sharice, like you were so excited. And I was excited for you, but I do know there was like a little bit of something else going on in the background. So I want to talk about this. So you're doing fabulous, right? We're in the pandemic, but you also have friends <laughs> that may be in a similar space as you. So how do you handle that when you're having this fantastic success as a business owner? Because I've, I've experienced this too, where I've been booming and doing really, really well. And then other people around me are not doing so well. So how do you handle that situation as far as like sharing your success and your victories with those around you? Well, for me, it's um, one, I really pick and choose. Okay. Um, my circle is real small, always has been. That's just how I am as an individual. It's, you know, I know a lot of people, but I don't consider a lot of people to be necessarily like my friends and in my circle. And so... I, you know, would often be like, I don't, at first I was like, I don't know if I want to share this or share this particular win because I know that these other people around me aren't doing so well, or they're concerned about where they're going or what they're doing or how things are going. And um, 
I had to be okay with, I need to not be like hidden about things. Mm-hmm. I can still celebrate. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they're coming to me, if they're concerned about something, like not trying to be like, oh, well, you'll be okay. But guess what happened to me? Like making sure I give them, <laughs> you know, I still give them the time and space. I don't, I try not to like, I'm not bragging about things like, you know, whatever, but I'm doing it in a way that it's like, if they come to me for advice, I can be like, well, here's what I did. You know, when I, I had, I had a couple friends that were like, well, I'm kind of really struggling. Like you seem to be kind of taken off. And, and several of them, I was like, well, one thing I did was I got a business coach. Here's our information. And this is what we, this is, you know, we kind of went through some things and they were like, oh, maybe I should, that's a new strategy, you know? And Cause you don't have to tell everybody everything. I think that's right. something, especially with social media now, people think you got to tell everybody everything. Overshare at this point, yeah. <laughs> Overshare. And it's like, I mean, the number of times I scroll through stuff, like, I don't care. <laughs> I just, we need that reaction on everything now, you know? Like that needs to be a button there with like the likes and the dislikes. I don't care. Like we need it. I don't care reaction. Um, I don't know if I want people to, because when you hit the, I don't care button, people are going to see that it's me. (laughs) So we have an anonymous, I don't care button. Now that I would love. (laughs) We'll work on it. We'll work on it. Sounds like somebody needs to create an app. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I just, you know, I, I had to decide and really kind of evaluate some friendships to see where I could share that who was going to celebrate with me as opposed to who was going to be like you over here doing your little business <laughs> you know like being honest with myself about that right. and um you know I have one friend in particular that she and I we've been friends literally since the first day of college we were in the same suite oh wow and um and she's probably gonna hear this later, like you telling everything. But um, <laughs> but like we literally have been friends since the first day. She met her husband in college. I met my husband in college. We've both been together with our husband since college. So it's been, you know, great. But we've talked and I remember telling her that that I felt that. And she was like, Don't you ever stop shining just because you're talking to me or anybody else. And I was like, Yes, ma'am. Like <laughs> okay (laughs) and we've just started like she and I actually we meet monthly and we've scheduled a monthly virtual meeting because she lives in a whole nother state and we just talk about how we're doing as individuals but also how our businesses are doing Mm -hmm. and what ideas and you know and that was something she asked me for she was like you really been motivating me so let's do this and so I've been able to you know, kind of add up my wins for the month and be able to share them with her on those. And we talk about things and just motivating each other, using it for that, not using it just to brag or whatever, but using it for a way to, you know, move forward with things. And to build Um, connection, I think mm -hmm. amazing. And then having that support that someone else, you know, you can go to and talk to about your businesses is priceless. Let me say that, which is Part of the reason why I created the membership is so that we could have our, our private little space. We could share our wins. I'm like, hey, girl, pray for me. I got a test or something. Right. Because, right. you know, I put that request in like, I got this test coming up. <laughs> and we already know you did well. 
<laughs> I mean, we gonna claim it, but if I didn't, I'm gonna retake it. So <laughs> listen, I'm saying you did well. It's done. I don't know when it's done, but it's done. Yeah. <laughs> it's done already. It's done already. All right. So this is one of the things I think was beautiful. The beautiful part that I get to see um, as you all transition and grow in your journey of entrepreneurship. Let's talk about the freedom, the new freedom that you found in starting your business. More specifically, that end of the year freedom that you got that you hadn't had for quite some time. Can you share what that did for you? Yeah, so being able to set my own schedule, work when I want to work, work when I'm most productive. I'm a, I'm a night owl. So nighttime is like my time when everybody else in the house is asleep, mm. like even the dog is asleep and I can just sit in here and do what I need to do. Being able to do that because I don't have to go into an office or, you know, or check in or whatever. Um, that's just been, that's been amazing. It was a game changer. And taking, I took what, two weeks off at the end of the year? Yeah, two weeks. And I, and I was like, when I decided to do that, I was like, the last time I was off this amount of time was maternity leave with my second. And he'll be five in a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's sad. Like I never, I was like, I never took vacation. I either didn't have enough PTO or I, you know, we weren't going anywhere. So I'm like, well, I might as well save the PTO. I'm, you know, and use yeah. it for when the kids get sick or something. And so being able to do that has just been absolutely amazing. I actually just decided the other day um, that I'm going to, I'm doing a little bit, a little bit of an experiment to see how it works, mm-hmm. but um I'm going to a four-day work week. Ooh, okay. So I like that. I just updated my calendar, my scheduling system that Fridays are off. They're, they're booked off. Mm-hmm. And I will pick and choose whether, so no meetings, nobody can schedule with me. I will either be completely off or I will use that time to just work without the distraction of the meetings and, and things like that. I can use that. Um, I, I already do a lot of professional development. So that'll always have, like if something comes up and it's something I definitely want to sit in live, then I'll do that if it's on a Friday, but being able to pick and choose that was like, whoo. I was like, I could never do that anywhere else. I could do that now. I don't have to ask. I don't have to check, you know, can you approve my PTO? What right. do I do? Look in the mirror? Like, <laughs> oh. you know. Can we take the day off? Yes, you can. <laughs> no, I mean, even just taking the afternoon sometimes. I mean, I've done that where it's like, okay, I don't have any meetings and my husband might be off a particular day or something or my, you know, I wanted the kids are off. So I've been taking off when my kids are off from school because mm-hmm. that's easy like oh I can take off we can hang out we can do different things just taking off or a little bit earlier in the day and like going to the park mm-hmm. just being able to do that or take a nap for the rest oh, of the day like I do like, like I like I like to sleep a lot especially yes, when it's in the, yes you do especially when it's daylight that. I love that. Like, I like daylight sleep so I do like long naps during the day yeah you are the queen of I think you you're one of the people that I would say manages their business very, very well and also self-care. So can you share a little bit about how you handle both? And you have a family, you know, you have two kids, they are at home. So (laughs) explain how you're able to manage all of that plus the business. Um, I mean, honestly, the the self-care thing was it. I 
that's one of the other things I did at the beginning of the pandemic. I was like, if we're going to be in this house all day, every day, like all of us all the time, I need some time. Like, I don't care if I'm just sitting in a room with the door closed by myself. I need that time. And I schedule everything else. So I schedule myself. I schedule my self-care. I schedule that That's time. Good. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it's like, I always believe, well, if it's important enough that it needs to be done, it's important enough to be scheduled. Mm-hmm. If I schedule it, then it happens. So I make my time for that. I have a set schedule of when it occurs. Not saying I don't do other things throughout the week, but at a minimum, I have that set time and, you know, um, I've been trying to build a network of other people who are also like-minded with that. So I have like my self-care group that I'm a member of, and I have the business group, you know, with you. And then I have other business groups that I'm in and I network and share and socialize in those groups as I see fit, but also try not to overwhelm myself because, you know, I'm an ambervert, so I can I can be introverted. I can be extroverted when I need to be, but I am so introverted, and so I have to <laughs> I have to manage out how much all this other stuff I do, you know, in that time, so that I'm not like you know on five zooms in a row, and at the end of the day, I'm sitting there like I can't write anything because I'm shaking because I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like you know, building in the breaks <laughs> that's yeah. happened where. You know, I'm like, I'm on like the seventh cup of coffee and it's no longer just for the taste. It, the caffeine is really kicking in now. <laughs> like, building, yes, I think building in the breaks. I'm writing that down. Building the breaks. If you don't do nothing else in 2021, you got to build in the breaks. I schedule and I also do like on my calendar, I may have like a, a window of time one day where I don't have any needs and then somebody will go and schedule something. When it pops up, I automatically go in and add in a break either before it or after it so that the next time somebody schedules for that same day, it's not, I try not to have too many back to back, especially now because I'm not just working with people locally. I'm working with people in other states. Mm-hmm. And so I got to, you know, I can I sometimes like, okay, this Zoom call took a little bit. I got to get off of here. Like, I need some water. I need to use the bathroom. I need to walk away from this screen. And if you have all these back to backs, yeah, right. It's like, if you got all these back to backs, you don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. And so I build them in and I, to make sure that I know I'm supposed to take a break. I, so I do color coding on my calendar. My, my blocks are red. So when I look at my calendar, Mm-hmm. If I don't see enough red, I need, literally, I need to add some more in here somewhere. Okay. What can I move? What can I shift? And and how do I, you know, do that? And I limit how many appoint, certain types of appointments can happen each week mm-hmm. or in a particular day. That makes sense because then you're able to balance out, like you have, when you wake up, you already know, like how much energy you need to conserve for the day so that you can address the big meetings or the little meetings or like I can only do two big ones today because they are so big like I made the mistake on Wednesday of not doing that I went like three big meetings back to back ended up having like this major tension headache and then I had to teach a class on Wednesday night and the women showed up to the coaching class and they're just like are you okay (laughs) 
was bad, Tiffany. You was bad. You need a hug. Yeah, I was because I was just they're like, we're not used to your energy being down. I was like, I'm sorry. I had to take a nap. I was trying to get rid of this headache. The headache is still here, but you know what, you guys, I promise this class is gonna be live. So I'm gonna teach it anyway. Y'all pray my strength in the Lord. The headache ended up lifting um through the class, and then eventually they were like, Who prayed for her to get her energy back? Look at what <laughs> look at what y'all did. It was, I was able to recover and I really was relying on God for that because I was like, okay, God, I'm showing up for these women. I don't want to show up for everybody else and then not show up for them, you know? Um, but I won't do that. No, I won't do it anymore. I will not. I will not. You, you can't. You can't. I, I said probably couple, maybe about two years ago that I started thinking through like, I'm protecting my peace. Like, that's yes. my thing. And I'm doing it with everything. I can't say I'm going to protect my peace with my you know, social relationships, but I'm allowing work to take all of my energy. Run over my so back. I do it with everything. Mm-hmm. Like I literally, and people laugh at me when I say it, I'm like, I do it with everything. Mm-hmm. If I, and I follow my, like I follow my intuition. Like if I feel like, if I have an intro consultation with somebody and I'm like, I already feel like you're going to take all my energy. <laughs> and we've been talking for 30 minutes. We, I have, they're not, I don't, no, no, or it'll be, you know, I really think we should not move in this direction. Like, I don't know if I, let me recommend somebody to you, (laughs) like, because it's, I have to, like, it's not just, you know, it's not just about, you know, getting the client to take the money. It's about those other things. And so if I allow other things to drain all my energy and then I can't be there for the clients that I really enjoy working with then I'm not doing, you know, or if I'm like, these clients are driving me nuts and I can't be there for my kids or spending time with my husband or just being by myself. Right. Like if I'm like, I don't even want to take a nap because I'm so drained, that's, then we know we have a problem. I don't want to take a nap. Yeah. (laughs) So I really have to, you know, I have to do that. And the only way I can do that is I can control what I can control. I can set the boundaries that I can, you know, set. Like I said, I work a lot in the evening, mm-hmm. but schedule send on my email is the best thing. Yes. Because I don't, people don't need to access me in the evening. You can send me that email. I might respond, but you don't think I responded to the next morning <laughs> because then you'll think you can keep responding to me. And late at night waiting for an answer at nine I, o'clock. <laughs> I, made, I made that mistake one time. I accidentally hit send instead of schedule send and the person I was sending it to wrote me back and I was like oh wait I would I'm sorry I didn't even realize I did then he was like well it's okay I was up it no it is not okay and he was like well you don't work too late I was like leave me alone stop responding <laughs> 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 why are we having a whole conversation right now <laughs> but I like oh let me not do that you know I let me so no most people don't know you know what time it is when I'm actually finishing up or going to bed but you know, it's like, I have to plan that out. I block it so that you can't, you know, you can't access me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Out of office is my other favorite thing. I'll set that in a heartbeat. <laughs> like, don't when, when call me. On the weekends or is it at night you tell them on office or both? No, I mean, like if I'm, if I'm taking a day off or half oh. a day off, I'll set my out of office. And when I said it, you know, some people, I know a lot of people who, whether they work for themselves or not, they set their out of office. They still respond to everything. <laughs> I have yet 
outside of a system crashing in the middle of submission, but that's a problem everybody will have, but that's why you don't wait to the last minute to submit. You Okay. So we won't have, we don't have, I'm not having grants emergencies. <laughs> okay. Okay. So if you're calling me, you know, at 11 o'clock at night, there's really no reason you dialed the wrong number because <laughs> I'm not even going to hear it, hear it because I keep <laughs> like, I'm just not. So I have a business phone. I have a cell phone for my business. That's separate from my personal phone. Uh-huh. It sits in my office. Mm-hmm. So when I'm not in here, I'm not running around listening. I'm not transferring calls to my other phone. Like, no. Boundaries. And even sometimes when I'm sitting here, if I'm in the middle of something, that's what voicemail is for. Or you can send me an email because there's no grants. Can't stop. Like, there's no no. emergencies. If you plan well, there are no grants emergencies. You are exactly right. And I'm the same way. Like, if people call and I'm like, well, you didn't have an appointment. You didn't schedule that. Like, what's going on here? You better leave that voicemail. You better send a, a text or something because you will not get an answer unless you have an appointment with me. <laughs> now, to you ladies in the membership, I am a lot more flexible, but a lot of those answers are like one sentence type answers and it doesn't require extensive consultation on my behalf. But to message or call, and you want something extensive? Mm-mm. And I do, I will respond having a complete answer, multiple paragraphs, and I'll do a schedule send. So you get it tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. And you'd be like, oh, she, she responded first thing in the morning. No, actually, I responded last night. But I don't want you to know that so that you don't start emailing me, like you said, back and forth. Yeah, exactly. I never, I never like articulated that as a strategy. But now that you brought that up, I was like, yeah, I actually do do that. The only people I actually respond to after hours is like our group because it's not going to take me that long to respond to y'all. But even then, like if I'm just, I don't want to answer. I don't, I I made it clear to the group. If I don't want to answer, listen, y'all can get me from these hours to this hours. Anytime outside of that is just the grace of God that I feel like participating. But if you message me on a Sunday and I don't respond, please do not come for me because I already told you, don't even expect me to respond on the weekend. I still do, but it's not, it's not required. It's not required. (laughs) Oh man. Okay. So there is something that I think you talked about a lot when we were coaching together. You also have been sharing this lately in the membership. You shared it in our live on Monday. Let's talk about the, the networking aspect of growing your business relationships. Share about some of the memberships you're a part of and how you grew your business through that network. So, I mean, everything is about relationships. So even when you're looking for, even when you're applying for grants, it's, even though I'm writing the grant, somebody at the organization or the business should be building the relationship with whoever we're submitting that to. So it's all about that. And especially now doing everything virtually, I've been trying to be really, really intentional about, you know, I haven't had Zoom fatigue yet because I built in those breaks, but I, you know, participate in workshops. I participate in happy hours. I participate in just, here's a networking thing. I do one-on-ones with people. I have people that meet me on LinkedIn, the semi-connection request, and they're like, oh, well, I wish we lived closer. We could talk. I was like, we could schedule time to talk, like just to just hang out, to meet, you know, figure out how we can help each other building that relationship. 
And <laughs> thanks to you telling me to set up scheduling, I actually have a schedule link that's just for a meet and greet time. Mm-hmm. And I set it and, you know, I don't allow too many of those. I think I changed it now. I said like three max for the week because that's time I'm not making money. So right. I'm not giving that time away all to too many people, but I'll do those and set them up. And I have different people, people I've reconnected with, new people that use that. And they're like, I never thought about doing that. That's actually pretty cool. I'm like, yeah, I, before this, I was meeting people for coffee. So now exactly. we just have coffee like this. Right, right. And it works, you know, because I can build my business to be outside of where I am. It doesn't have to be just here. Yes, exactly. I can move, I can work with people in other states and stuff like that. And I can do that because I've built in that network of doing this. Um, So like, I'm a member of the Grant Professionals Association. Mm -hmm. I'm a member of the Association for Fundraising Professionals. I'm a member of the National Association for Women Business Owners. Um, I, I'm like trying to, I'm losing count. So I'm in the membership and your membership. I'm, you know, I'm constantly just, you know, there's a, um, Dell women's entrepreneur network. I've joined that and they have, and that was, I, I just came across that on LinkedIn, literally like I, it showed up one day mm-hmm. and I clicked on it. It's completely free and it's a global organization. So I'm able to talk to women from all over Wow. and then they have smaller groups so within that, for example, there's one group we have right now that's black and brown women entre- entrepreneurs. And we can talk about all kinds of stuff. I came across a grant opportunity that was specific for black and brown women in that were entrepreneurs in partic- particular cities. And I shared it with the membership group and I shared it in that group. And that those are the, but those are the you know, people were like, thank you. Can you help me write it? Sure. One talk, <laughs> but that's you know it's like. But that's building your network. Like you're showing up. Like even in our membership, you show up, you answer questions, you share information, like you provide value. So no one feels like oh she's just here to get you know people to sign up with her consulting. But you're actually giving us a lot of value, and then it just it's this natural progression or flow of building that relationship. She's always showing up, giving us value. So yeah, I click the link. I read the thing. Then obviously the next thing would be like, okay, well, this seems like a lot. That's what I was thinking in my head. I said, this seems like a lot. Um, So then, yeah, we reach out and say, hey, can you help us just do this? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's, it's just about, it's about, I've always been like that. Like just, it's about what can I, building relationships, like how much can I add to you? How can, what can I give to you? It's not always about what can you give me? Because there's some people I meet especially like through LinkedIn. I have some people send me connection requests. I'm like, what, what are we, what are we doing right now? Like, really? Like what, what is, but they, you know, it's like, sometimes it's literally like, they just want to know more about what I do and they're trying to meet people and, um, and okay, fine. I could spam as long as you're not like stalking me or something. I've had a couple of those, but um, <laughs> then, I, then I block you very quickly. But as long as that's not happening, sure, I'll keep, you know, building you on here and, and adding you because you never know when that, I would say you never know when that'll turn into something else. Mm-hmm. Like they may, that person may not become a client, but they might refer me to someone else mm-hmm. or they may not refer me to anyone. I actually had someone today that sent me a LinkedIn request and she literally was like, 
I don't need your services, but what I do, I have a lot of people who come to me, ask me if I know grant consultants. So I just want to be connected so that I can add you to my list. Okay, sure. Add me to the list. Put me on the Rolodex, boo. Right. Add, <laughs> add me to that directory. But that's how you do it. Like, because you can't be everywhere at every time. So you have to try to start small and build up, you know, smaller things and, and go from there. Mm-hmm. If you just sit there and go, I don't want to meet people. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. If it's not in person, then that's the other thing. I have so many people like, well, if it's not in person, I don't want to do it. Okay, well, then you wait till the whole entire pandemic is open before you try to move forward with your business. Right. Like, you wait. I'll be over here while you're waiting. <laughs> you probably definitely going like, to be here once this is over because you haven't been making any money during <laughs> that day. Right. right. Like, I'll just be over here. I'll be up here. Anytime. Sorry. I'm here. <laughs> so, so tell us if we're interested in getting a consultation, helping you write us a grant or doing any sort of research, how can we reach, reach you and follow up with you? So um, T Nobles Grant Consulting, you can find me on Instagram now. Um, I post a lot on LinkedIn. Yes, I'm growing. I'm growing because I was like, I am not getting on Instagram for my business, but I'm there now. Um, they're on LinkedIn. You can either look for me as an individual in Tiffany Nobles or follow the, the company on there. Um, I also have a website. I'm working on making some changes. So you can go from there. But any of those methods you connect, it'll allow you, it tells you how to schedule an introductory consultation. And so that's a 30-minute conversation. Um, like I said, I'm not going to meet people in person right now. So it's, it's, a, it's a Zoom thing. We get on, we talk on Zoom. But we can talk more about what you're looking for, what you think you may need. And if you don't know, I mean, you don't know what you need, that's fine. We can talk about where you are, where you're trying to go and move from there. Um, that's how I kind of start with everybody. And it's free, right? It is completely free. It's a 30-minute free consultation and we can go from there and see. You know, I've talked to some people that thought they needed me and then they were like, actually, I think I might be okay and I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um or, you know, we talk about other services that I provide and then they'll say, you know what, I actually think I want to do this. I thought I was ready to do writing, but I really want to do your grant readiness assessment because I don't think <laughs> I'm as ready as I thought I was. Like, yeah. you know, I just wanted to get the money. I didn't realize I needed to do all these other things. Right. And so people will say, you know what, I think I want to do that. And so then we can talk about, you know, what it looks like to work with me, what kind of, you know, do they want to just do this assessment, which that's a paid service, or do they want to move into a full contract with some other things? Or um, I've had people say, I really want to work with you, but I got to go, you know, make some adjustments in the budget of where I'm going to pay for you. So I want to work with you, but can you like give me like a month or two? Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now you might want to keep checking in or I'm gonna keep checking in with you because I can only hold that, you know, I can only hold so much space. Right. I can't be like, oh, I'm gonna hold it till, you know, 2022 when you got your money straight. Like <laughs> we'll talk differently. And but the, that's the easiest way is just looking up, looking it up, following me that way. Mm-hmm. Um and connecting from there. And I'll throw this part in that you do offer retainers. So you have a grant consultant who is always researching grants for you and if you have a grant that you're just like I want this done you got somebody who could write it for you right away yeah I mean the they I do have those packages where you can do kind of 
I mean, I do hourly, but then I also have like the, like a monthly retainer amount and you can figure out what you need from that. Is it just writing or is it research and writing or is it research, writing and reporting? You know, if you don't have any grants at all, research and writing is probably the thing you want so that you can, <laughs> once you get them, then you worry about the reporting later. We can always add that later. Um, but it's some, I have some people like, well, I just want you to research them. Okay, but just know if you find an opportunity, I can't apply for it till you add the writing. It doesn't come, it doesn't, it's not a bonus. Right. <laughs> and so people are like, oh, Get let's that add in. that in. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah let, let, let's add that in. So <laughs> yeah, I, I always, we can talk and work things out, but that intro consultation is the best way to get the process started. All right. So let's close this out with um, what's the number one thing you think you learned from the business basics bootcamp? And what would you say to someone who was interested? Um, I think the biggest thing was just get out my own way. Like, <laughs> like that's the, I mean, you know, people, people say that a lot, like you're in your way, but working with you that was really something that I value because you didn't just tell me to get out of my way you showed me how I was in my own way when I thought I wasn't okay the activities and exercises and the questions and the conversation like you that <laughs> helped me be like you've been your own problem this whole time <laughs> and if you just move you know, or move this way or believe yeah. this when you're doing that movement, like it'll, you know, I remember saying to you, I'm not getting on Instagram because nonprofit clients are not there. And I'm not saying that they, they're out there, but they're not necessarily going to Instagram looking for that. Right. But when I decided to do small business and I, you know, put that out there and I started doing that and sharing information, the number of people that are like, I found you because somebody shared your thing from such and such. And I was like, uh, okay, like, all right, sure. Work. Yeah. <laughs> but I was never going to do, like, that was never in my plan. Mm -hmm. You kept saying, no, you don't want to do this. And that was the thing is it weren't like, well, I'm not going to work with you because you don't want to do this. You were like, well, maybe you should do this. And I said, no. And you were like, okay. And then the next week is maybe you should do this. Why don't you think about that? <laughs> And it was, it wasn't, honestly, like, I'll say to people, like, if you're thinking about working with Sharice, I'm going to tell you, when I had my first call with her, and I got off, and I told my husband, well, I'm thinking about that. He's like, what you thinking about? Just do it. <laughs> That's it. Like, I, I just off, that. if you were on the fence, like, get off the fence and just do it, because it'll be worth it, because it's not it's not like when you work with, sometimes you work with coaches or consultants or people and they're gimmicky or stuff like that. Like I told, I told somebody about you and I said, working with Sharice is like hanging out with my, like hanging out with my homegirl that happens to know a lot about business stuff. Like that's <laughs> literally what it's like. It's not, I don't feel like I'm working mm -hmm. when I'm working with you. It doesn't feel like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm gonna learn this thing, but I can use this not just for my business. I can use this for other things like, you know, the tips and the tools and, and things like that. So it's don't, don't, don't guess, don't second guess it. Get in while you can, because 
you're not getting my spot. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving my spot. Like I got automatic payment set up, so I'm not losing my spot. So lock <laughs> in. You're locked you in. You're going to have to find somebody else. Like I, I don't know. I may have been one of the first people. Like when you said it's live, it's like let me do this now. <laughs> like I'm not playing. Remember who was the first person? But I, I think you definitely had to be at least in the top three. Yeah, I was like, you were like that. That was quick. Did that email even send? <laughs> right. I said, oh, wait on it. He wasn't playing. <laughs> no. No, you told me about it. I had it posted on my computer. Like it's going to open soon. And it's this amount. Like I had it on here. Wow. I was, <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for it. Like I, you know, I recognize when something's good and I don't want to miss it. And I think that's, that's definitely something that I've learned really working with you is mm-hmm. you can keep playing or, exactly. you, or you keep playing. You'd be like, maybe the next go around. <laughs> the next go around when she's modified it and raised the price and you can't even get that kind of slot anymore <laughs> you know what it's all right you know people they'll learn they'll learn they'll learn um what was I gonna say I forgot <laughs> he threw me off with that last comment anyway I'll just say this I have definitely enjoyed you in this interview and sharing your insight and um, giving your honest opinion and feedback. Um, yeah, I, did, I never really thought about it completely like that, but we did like our, especially our one-on-ones, they were, they were fun. Like I never looked at our time, like, oh, I got to get online. I remember one night we ended up going an extra four. That was our, fr- was that was our first consultation. <laughs> that was our first consultation. Like I was like, I was supposed to be on here for 30 minutes. Hour and a half later, we're still talking. I was like, yep, she's the coach for me. I don't need to look for anybody else. <laughs> All right. You, know, you can feel that connection. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I and I make it, I make it a point to make sure I'm building connections. Like you said, building relationships with people. And then I don't take on people that I don't have a connection with. I will do the same thing like you. Hey, so there's here's these other resources over here <laughs> that I think you should check on and look out. So here's it, the consultant's directory. <laughs> don't look at my name on there. Just use that for something else. That's what Lock I that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're gonna go ahead and close the podcast. I am, you already know I told you, I think I told you. I hope I did, or you're finding out now. I'm bringing you back so we can just focus purely on funding small businesses and nonprofits that might actually be two separate ones I think maybe we could do a separate one on like nonprofit and then the separate one on funding for for profit um but you have so much information and resources I actually was thinking about bringing you on in the membership and teaching a class one month this is all new to you I know we can do that we can do that I do I mean I do I do presentate I like this and presentations this right here I could do this so yeah okay so yeah i'll be hitting you up for that but thank you again i really appreciate it and we're going to go ahead and close out tonight's podcast with our usual affirmations and you all can repeat after me i am wanted i am loved and i belong all right my beautiful sisters thank you tiffany and i will see you guys back next week